Doomsday. That would be the word I'd use for these scriptures today. Doomsday. And when the scriptures lead us to doomsday, they do it in fantastic ways. But, you know, it's kind of logical. I, th I think most of us would say, well, I know that my life will end one day. It's just natural. And I'm thinking it should be logical to say one day this universe will end. I mean, there's no promise it'll go on forever. And so, um, you know, it's, we can look at it as doomsday or we can just say it's a natural occurrence. But um, the scriptures today bring it up, and they always bring it up on this last Sunday of the year before Christ King, because it's the end of the year. So it's, again, kind of logical and natural to say, well, what about the end of time? We know that will come, and should we be prepared? Now, uh, most probably, I suspect, uh, we'll all end ourselves before the end of time for the whole universe. That's just my guess. The last time that I heard a prediction was the big one in, uh, on January 1st or December 31st, January 1st of uh, 20, 20, 2000. And uh, I don't remember what church it was or what individual, but it's probably about the 10th time I'd heard it in my life. Somebody was saying, the end is coming. And Jesus himself says, who knows? In one place in scriptures, he says, not even I know, only my Father in heaven. So, uh, we're invited to consider the end times, but I think not to be preoccupied with it. In fact, these scriptures say to us, you know, there'll be people coming around who uh, profess that the end is here, just like that person in 2000. Don't listen to them. Don't let them upset you, because none of us know. And in fact, there will be signs, things that will happen. There will be pestilence and COVID and wars and insurrections and all kinds of disasters, all kinds of things. And Lord knows in the last few years we've seen them all, the devastating fires, the earthquakes, uh, COVID itself, over a million Americans alone, over a million Americans died of this COVID. So, you know, is this a sign the end is near? Perhaps. But I wouldn't tell that to anybody because I just don't know. And besides... The sad thing about it is that it, it tends to put people in a place of fear, uh, as if they could stop it or do something. When the end is coming, the end is coming. There's nothing we can do, except we can be prepared for it. And by the way, Jesus never is speaking about being prepared tomorrow. It's right now. Be alert right now. And does it make any sense to think like that? Be prepared tomorrow. Now, I'm not talking about you're going on a trip and, and you get ordinary things ready and you, you get things in order, you're organized. But if you are in panic and fear a few days before the trip, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, and then you start going crazy, this is ridiculous. And to live that way in life, Jesus knows, it takes all of our peace away and probably keeps us less prepared. Because when we're preoccupied, we're not preparing. We're not ready. We're worried. And that takes up a lot of our energy, steals a lot of our peace. So these scriptures today are about the end times. And uh, Jesus tells us that the best way to be prepared for them is to be prepared right now. Don't put it off. Don't put it off.
Um, the way that I think that he describes to us most of all is to be a people of trust, to open our lives in trust. And I think that happens when we recognize our limitations, what, what limitations we have, even in terms of our own life. You know, um, and anyone over 50, I think, if I can speak for us all, the 50s and plus, uh, we begin to face the fact that we are limited and that our time is limited. And I think most of us can accept that logically. The older we get, I think we probably are prepared even spiritually to accept it. And we recognize when it comes, Lord, I, I just want to trust that you're there with me, that you're going to grace me and love me and bring me into eternal life. And I put all my hope and trust in that. And that really is the real point of the Scripture today. It's not only that we don't know the time, but we know the time will come. And it's not only that we shouldn't listen to others, uh, certainly shouldn't become afraid and, and uh, be preoccupied, but that rather it should lead us to a place of profound trust, profound trust that God is a part of all of this and will hold us in his hands and love us till the end. I just came back from Mexico, and um, I brought back a Mexican cold, and I think it must be the worst cold possible. I don't know. Mexico is so macho, but wow, what a good one. And, um, and so I'm keeping my distance from everyone. But something else happened the day before I left Mexico. I was there with some priests, and we rent the same place. And I decided, because I was the first one up, and I did my little Facebook thing for the parish and the scriptures. And then I said, yeah, I'm going to go take a walk. It's so beautiful there. And we're right on the ocean. I mean... Uh, literally walk out the gate and the, the boardwalk or the malecon, the sand, and then the water. So I'm taking a nice walk. Now, I, at 72, I don't know how many of you experience this, but I find balance not an easy thing as it used to be. Um, I have to watch every step. I can, I can hit, a, hit a little bump that big, and if I catch it wrong, I'm down. I, I, and I just, just topple over. So I'm walking along, trying to be careful. I have my little buds in, I'm listening to my classical music and uh, appreciating the shore and everything. And all of a sudden, I hit this little tiny bump. And I went down, hit my face on the ground and everything, and it was a mess. And of course, uh, I didn't hurt myself badly, I scraped myself, but um, um, it's even worse, kind of the embarrassment, but I've just learned to accept that too, you know. But the beautiful thing, from behind me came this woman, a Latina, from there, and I'm guessing she was about 75, and she was the one, first one there to help lift me up, which was a chore in itself. Uh, God bless her. But she got me up, and she asked how I was. And then about six people came around, uh, Mexicans and, and people there on vacation, and they were so attentive. You know, are you okay? And are, are you dizzy? Maybe you should sit down, and can we help you? Should we get you back to where you came from, all this stuff, you know. And I said to myself, wow, wow, that's the, the milk of human kindness right there. And there in, in a, a simple thing, not a tragedy or an end of life, but in a simple spill, there were people there who were ready to love. And I think that Jesus wants to lead us to this place. It's a different way to live, to live in this space, this space where we 
are aware not only of ourselves but one another. And when we see a need, we do what we can, not necessarily solve everything, but contribute something. And that a kind word, a gentle gesture can be just extraordinary. I think that's what Jesus is talking about. He's not talking about being like little chicken little, uh, apple falls out and hits you on the head, and then you say, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's not about getting all alarmed about the end. It's about being all the more aware and alert about the present and about doing everything we can to live it to its fullest. And in that way, I think we become more and more those people of trust, and we have that trust to offer others.